This week, the obvious question is, do you want to know what people really think of you? I'm Mike Trevisano, and each week on our show, we ask a question that may seem to have an obvious answer, but tends to be much deeper when we really look under the hood and we see what we can figure out. We invite you to help us find some answers through comments on our site, obviousquestion.wordpress.com, or on our Facebook page for The Obvious Question. Joining your usual co-hosts, Joe Batalik, Bob Meyer, and myself, we're very happy to have with us this week a special guest host in our quest to figure stuff out. Dr. Tani Miller-Kabala is a speaker, author, and practicing clinical psychologist. In addition to her private practice at the Westchester Wellness Center in Westchester, Pennsylvania, Tani is the author of The Weight Loss Surgery Coping Command. Additionally, Tani recently released an album of meditations and relaxations entitled Rest and Restore, which is available on iTunes, Amazon, the App Store, and Google Play. This week, Joe asks Bob, Tani, and myself if we could know what people really thought about us, would we really want to know? So I have a question this week for, for the group that uh, it, it's kind of, you know, weeks ago I thought about it, it's become even more important to me in the last in the last couple of weeks. And, and it's, it's this, it's, you know, we look at each other, we know each other, we understand things about each other, but I don't really know what you're thinking most of the time. And sometimes I get a little glimpse of what's going on because I hear it from somebody that you've spoken to about me, you know, a comment about me or something you might have told someone. But I, I wondered the other day, would I want to know what you think of me or what you're thinking about me? Would I want to know what that what's going on in your head or or mm-hmm. would I choose not to? Like right now, I have no choice. I can't read your mind. I can't. You know, sometimes I can figure out a little bit from a, a look or the way you act. But if I had the opportunity, would I want to be able to know what it is you're thinking about me? I would. Yeah, you know, I'll, 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 I'll jump in. You know, I, I, uh, I would want to know. I, I would like to think that I'm open to knowing uh, about myself if there's something I do that drives someone nuts or, or if there's something that I could I could genuinely change or, or make you know if I'm doing something that hurt that's hurting somebody for instance I want to know about it I might not like it and it might be really painful to change or may make me do all sorts of reflection that I wasn't planning on doing or I don't really want to do but I would want to know about it I think in fact, the not knowing would be really painful. If someone said, "I know, I can't tell you," I would. That would really stress me out. I think I would want to know. Mm-hmm. That's Mike's two cents. Yeah, yeah, and, and I feel similarly to Mike. I would definitely want to know everything that the other person is thinking about me because it's the it's the knowledge, uh, the the understanding between two people that builds intimacy the more we know what the other person is thinking about us the more that that's put into words the more intimacy we can develop in our relationship Um, when things are held back that's when intimacy is blocked so i know with my husband i hope that he tells me everything that's on his mind about me so that we can use that to make our relationship stronger so that we can build a stronger household so that we can be better parents and the thing that strikes me about this question is i think that it speaks to a how strong a relationship is and B, how strong each person's ego strength is. The more ego strength you've got, the more willing you are to hear everything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, you know, when I think about this, I I hope that my ego strength would be such that 
I want to hear it all, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and that I can use that to be a better person and to strengthen the relationship with whoever's providing me the feedback. You know, as you're talking, I'm thinking, right? And my thoughts are combined with many things, like, why did I wear what I'm wearing today? You know, what, what do I need to do later today? And I'm listening to you at the same time. So my thoughts are muddled. So my issue with uh, knowing what you're thinking about me is it's unfiltered, you know, and we have a hard enough time communicating with each other when we do filter our, our thoughts and it comes out in our speech. Um, I know I've, it's interesting at work, uh, we have someone that, let's just say that person's a curmudgeon. They say exactly what's on their mind, and, and many times it's hurtful. It's not motivational. It's like from a, you know, a, a working relationship, somebody that says something that's like, oh, you know, you just said that. That's not really highly motivating. And could you imagine what it would be like with the thoughts? You know, so while I agree with, I'd like to know what you're thinking. For me, there, there's a couple. I want to. I always want to put parameters on things, and and I want to say mm-hmm. it depends on who it is. Do I want to know what Joe mm-hmm. thinks about me, or Mike, or, or uh, Tanny? Even in your case, I'd probably want to know what you know. Once we have a, a deeper relationship, what you think about me, because mm-hmm. it matters to me. Um, yeah. And then the middle part doesn't matter to me. And then there's that complete stranger, the person at the end of the train. Uh, I want to know what they're thinking about me and why, because they have no preconception of who I am whatsoever. Um, so I'd go to those two, you know, spectrums, the, the person that really knows me very well and the person that doesn't know me at all. But yeah. the middle part for me, I, I guess it doesn't matter. And, and I could I could change the way that I am Bob based on that information. That information could be invalid. So it's like, I don't know, that's my initial initial thought on the matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think what you're talking to a little bit is the thing about the strength of the relationship. If you have a really strong relationship, yeah, you want that back and forth and the full disclosure. And with the person you don't know at all, you, maybe you're curious about how you do present, how you come across. You that's that's interesting. But for the people in between, it's there's no there's just kind of this gray area and and what would it be like to know whenever they only sort of know half of you and not the full story? Yeah. And then there's the whole thing of the, uh, in the moment, right? Let, let's say, um, you know, I get in a fight with, with my spouse and I'm angry with her. So maybe my thoughts aren't the right thoughts at that time, but they are the thoughts at that time. Uh, so is it weird to say they're not thought out? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that that could be very hurtful, just like people might say, you know, you go back to the, hey, do I look, do I look fat in this dress kind of thing? And you're like, oh, no, honey. And, and then it, it kind of reminds me of the, was it Jim Carrey movie? Was it Liar, Liar? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> you know, that it, those movies are fun to watch, but painful to watch at the same time. You're like, could you imagine if we walked through life where somebody jumps on the elevator and you're like, is she fat or is she pregnant? Like, oh my God, did you just say that? Like, that, that could be really hurt, hurtful. Yeah. Right, yeah. right. So I, I'm listening to this. I, I agree with everything you're saying. It's amazing. At the same time, I'm like, you're saying, Bob, I'm a little nervous about, you know, where's that information coming from and who do I respect the person I'm getting it from? <clears throat> you know, if I hear two different versions, which one do I, which one is me? You know, these, these sound like opinions, right? I mean, that, 
that's where they're coming from. There's no fact on who I am in that sense. But if the three of you were to say to me, well, this is how you seem to us, or, and they were, they were consistent, I'd probably mm-hmm. weigh it a little bit heavier than if, you know, Mike, you were to say, um, you know, Joe, you're this way, and Tanny, you said, no, no, he's not that way. I'd have to figure out, I'd know, I guess I'd know more about where you're coming from than where I'm coming from in that sense. But think about situations, and I, I was thinking as you were talking about it, I was thinking about how many times I've been in a place where somebody's told me something, and I'll say this, I wish I hadn't heard it. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't mean it like, I, don't, I want it, but I, I kind of don't want it. I'm in that place where you can't take that back. And mm-hmm. yes, I agree with you, Tanny, it will definitely build, if you stay with it, it'll definitely build a more intimate, you know, connected relationship. But if, if you don't, like if that moment you kind of walk away from it or you get a piece of it, I think there, there comes a point where it could be very, very dangerous. And that's where the question came from in the first place is, you know, I've had a lot of, we were on vacation for the uh, last couple of weeks and different things. So a lot of people, a lot of different conversations and some of them I kind of, I guess I didn't go deep enough to understand what was behind it, but I heard things that I thought, I almost wish I didn't hear that. I wish I hadn't heard that that way because it made me change a little bit my opinion of the person you know, who was saying it. And, and so, you know, again, opinion, fact, what, how do they play into this? And then how do I want, Bob, you said, how do you want to present it to you? How do you want to get it? I want somebody who's up front you know, with me, who's very candid. But uh, that word caring comes in, too, where they don't just slam me. It's like they, they do it like a friend would do it. They do it for my benefit. They do it to help me. And I think a lot of this stuff is couched in a different way. It, it comes in as, let me tell you about who you are. Let me tell you what the problems are here. Almost to, to protect yourself or defend yourself in that situation. So I'm kind of I'm right. The question's on my mind because I can't figure out if it were ever possible, which way I'd want to go. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking I about. Get a lot of feedback. I was thinking about the situation, and and I've I've seen this happen, and I'm sure we've all had this experience where, let's say you're you're talking with another friend, or it's kind of like we talk about the meeting outside of the meeting, where everybody's together in the meeting, and then you leave the meeting, and you start talking about the person that was presenting, like oh, I can't believe they did this, or you know everybody's a critic. Now, mm-hmm. what happens when that person walks walks by you, and everybody's like, oh I I hope oh gosh did. Did Mike hear what we just said about him? I hope he didn't hear what we said about him. So I think about those situations and how dangerous those can be. Um, and if we can't even control those, what would it be like if the person starts sharing feedback? It's uh, I always think back, and Joe and Mike know this, I've talked about my mom before when, when she was alive. And you know, if I said, well, mom, I'd like to share something with you or give her some feedback, and even do it in a caring, compassionate way, what she would do is she would put her hands over her, her ears and start making that noise like, no, no, I don't want to know. I'm too old for this. You can't do this to me. Like, <laughs> So, you know, there's probably a lot of people like that that just, you know, I, I, I'm okay. I'm happy-go-lucky. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, that there's that, um, what do you call it? It's, it's all that responsibility that comes with a higher level of awareness or consciousness that, you can't mm-hmm. go back, you know, now, you know, and there's no going back. Right. You know, I, I was thinking something you said, Bob, made me think, wouldn't it be kind of interesting if, you know, like, like one of these party games where you, you write something, you know, you write, you're a character, you know, I, I'm Gandhi. And you put stick the, the, you know, the thing, piece of paper on your forehead and then people have to guess who you are or something like that. Wouldn't it be interesting if, if, what people really thought of you was written on that piece of paper. So, you you know, you'd go up to somebody and it would say, you know, uh, thinks you're relatively intelligent, but trustworthy, right? Or thinks you're, you know, uh, 
respectable, but boy, an asshole or something like yeah. that. Something real. And you'd know exactly where they were coming from. I wonder, mm-hmm. if, you know, knowing those things, knowing what someone really thought of you and in a way that was meaningful, yeah. how mm-hmm. that would expand or, or contract mm-hmm. the yeah. kinds of things they could say to you or the kinds of conversations you could have with that person. Yeah. When I was in elementary mm-hmm. school, I had a kick me sign on my back. I, I, oh, I mean, it really, yeah. it really hurt. It was hurtful. It was, <laughs> yeah. you know, you know, because I, I'm thinking that uh, knowing what someone thinks of you doesn't necessarily mean that it's actionable. You know, like this person thinks you're this way, right? Doesn't necessarily mean I have to change how I am with that, but it does say a lot about yeah. the relationship I have with mm-hmm. that person. Maybe mm-hmm. it's something I have to talk to them. Maybe it's something I don't want to talk to them. Maybe how they think of me is exactly how I want them to yeah. think of me. And it may not be good. You know, I mean, I may be okay with that. You know, I don't want a telemarketer to think I'm a really, you know, active, open, let's talk about anything kind of person. I want him to think I'm like a jerk, you know, so get him on and be done. Well, did yeah. you ever get, did you ever get, I'm thinking this as you were talking, did you ever get feedback from someone that the feedback, well, one, you don't maybe have respect for the person, and two, the feedback that they're giving you is the opposite of the feedback that you've heard from everybody else. <laughs> um, and, mm-hmm. and it's like you totally want to dismiss it. Um, I mean, I, I can remember having that happen to me, and I'm sure it's happened to our listeners as well. And it's, but there's also that part of you that says, "Is that really how I am?" And then, and then you mm-hmm. ask your close friends to say, "Well, so and so said that, you know, like I'm not, like somebody once told me that I'm not serious enough." And I was like, "Oh, well, I don't want to be serious. You know, I, mm-hmm. I want to be that playful, fun person." Like. You know, and, and many people have said, hey, in the in the wake of a disaster or whatever, you know, Bob's the person that could see that rainbow on the other side and get us over there and make a little light of the situation. But then somebody once told me, it's like, ah, you're never going to go anywhere. You're not serious enough. You've got to be serious. Mm-hmm. And that was the mm-hmm. guy in my fraternity when I was taking the minutes. I was the secretary of our fraternity. And instead of writing down, like, we decided to raise the, you know, the monthly rent from, you know, 175 to 200, I was writing, like, uh, things that people said that were funny. So he pulled out the book and said, look what Bob Meyer wrote. Like, he wrote jokes in here. This is crazy. This is a historical document. And I'm like, guys, we're in a fraternity. This isn't serious. <laughs> so, you know, that's my seriousness story. <laughs> so uh, what I'm hearing, this is kind of funny, it, it, as I'm thinking about this, it's, it's different for me a little bit now that I think what you say about the people might say more about you than it says about them, you know, in a sense. It, if I took all the stuff that, that each of you said about everybody else and kind of put it in a box and looked at it, I'd probably learn a lot about you, more so than I'd learn about, like you said, Bob, some people say I'm this way, other people say I'm that way. And I, I don't know how to deal with those. Like, I know we do surveys all the time, you know, in work environments where we, we say, well, we've got a six on that. Well, you didn't get a six. You got a lot of tens. You got a lot of ones. And it's curious who wrote the tens and who wrote the one, wrote the ones and why. Mm-hmm. But companies don't really care so much about that. They care about boosting from a six to a seven or something, some number of thing like that, some jump. But if, if I took all of those assessments or opinions that mm-hmm. you have of other people, and then I looked at them and said, so this is how you see the world, I'd mm-hmm. probably learn a lot more about you than I would learn about myself from those right. wide ranges of things, right? 
Yes. Yeah. As we're talking about it, it, it's it's interesting. It's getting clear to me how I feel about this question. It's 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 making it more clear that with someone that I'm really close to and I'm really invested in the relationship, I would want to know what they're thinking and I would want to process that and talk about how that affects the relationship. And if I didn't know the person at all, I might be curious about how I how I come across in the world, you know, how I present myself, how I look. But for these people in between, that's where it gets a little murky because the way they perceive me has a lot to do with them. You know, people project stuff onto other people based on their personality, their experiences. So, you know, I'm always going to take a grain with a grain of salt what, what someone thinks of me if they don't know me really well and I don't know them really well. And yeah. and the more we talk about it, the more I feel like they're they're like these different zones. <laughs> and <laughs> the way well, I would answer good, that yeah. question would depend on the person and the the strength and the depth of our relationship. Yeah, I, I, I you know that, Tana, that that's a that's an excellent point, and I can think of it right now that if we said something, if uh, I would I would hear it and I would believe it. I, if any of you three said something about me, I would take it seriously. If my wife said something about me, I'd take it really seriously, right? But if, I don't know, an internet troll said the exact same words, I'd write it off. I'd be like, ah, yeah. you know, nah, that you know can't me. be true. Yeah, can't right. be true. Right, yeah. Yeah, right. So going right into it. Looking through it with the lens, and you don't know anything about that lens, so yeah. you're not going to take it seriously. So, so it makes me go back to the very first answer I gave to this question was, yes, I'd want to know. I'd want to know everything. And the truth is, no, I might not even care. You know, like depending on who's, you know, has everything to do with who's saying it. You know, if it, it, I have to start to put layers in it. If if I have a relationship with the person, if I trust them, absolutely. Mm -hmm. I totally mm -hmm. want to know. If yeah. I don't know them, I probably don't even really want to know. Because I'm not going to listen to it anyway. Or it may just upset me. You know, right. they don't know. Right. Not, how dare they say that? Jerk. Right. <laughs> They're the jerk. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. And, and another thing came to my mind as we were talking about it, too. It, it, a lot of it has to do with the delivery of the feedback. And I'm thinking about when I do marital therapy and I'm sitting there with a couple and maybe they're thinking, He's an ass. But if we get to the deeper level, the message is really, you you hurt me when you don't listen or something like that. So, you know, part of the quote unquote feedback is getting to the heart of the feedback and, and delivering the message in, in a productive way so that you can use it. So I would, I, I would want to hear a lot of feedback if I know that it's thought out and if it's delivered in a productive way. But if you know, there's that that's very different from someone just shooting from the hip and saying, you know, if my husband and I get in a fight and he's like, ah, you're an asshole, then then it's we're not going to get anywhere with that. But if we can get the messages and flesh them out and and make it productive, that's that's what intimacy is all about. Yeah. So I love that answer, and I you know I'm thinking it kind of rolls right into another question, which I'll kind of mention it, but maybe we'll use it in the future. Is so how do I know who those people are? Like, how do I, it's, it's like, we say it like, well, I just want to, I want it from someone that I trust or someone who's intelligent or someone who has my best interest at heart or. What I respect. But, yeah. And, and so that's not a simple question though, when you think about it, because 
I think I respect people who think a lot like me, who <laughs> agree with me on things. You know, there's a tendency to say, well, that person's really smart. Well, really? Yeah, they, they agree with pretty much everything I say. They're a pretty smart person. And you get in trouble really quickly where you can build those relationships and get, I think, in some ways stuck in them because you're not willing, you're not willing, but you're not able to go outside and say, that person that disagrees with me, who I think is an idiot, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to take any of those, those inputs. So it's right. kind of like, I'm, I want to ask myself that question is, how do I select the people to get the input from? And am I being, not being careful enough that I'm closing it in so much that I'm, I'm hearing from the people I like and that like me. And of course, yeah. then they have good opinions. I think they're very smart people. It kind of has that self-sealing loop to it, you know, that feeling like we're, we're kind of in that that place. And speaking of being in that place, we're just about at that time frame. So uh, as we typically do each week, let me give you a chance to kind of have whatever you want to say, final final statements or whatever like that, and we'll wrap this program up. I'll go ahead and start. I, I, I think my final thought is that this is a, it's a personal decision. It's a, it's a selective kind of thing because it has to, it, it seems like it needs to work both ways, meaning like if I want to know what you're thinking about me, I need to share what I'm thinking about you as well. It, it, I don't think it can be one-sided because we've kind of focused on what would I want to know what you think about me. Well, what about the other side of the coin? Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I agree with what you said, Joe, that it really comes down to having trusted relationships and, you know, intimate relationship, people that you really care about. Um, but inside me it's it's my personal choice to you know do i feel like that's you know there's certainly people out there that are toxic that are going to you know try to bring somebody down so you also have to think about intent what's the intent of the person and that's mm -hmm. uh trying to give you this feedback of what's on their mind so uh i don't think there's a pat answer you know a yes or no and for me it's it's a selective thing uh based on the relationship trust and uh you know hopefully you know there's there's no malicious intent there for me, and that's what I try to think about. Do I? How do I feel in my body, not in my brain, about this situation? That's going to drive the outcome. Mm -hmm. hmm. Yeah, I think it's a great question, and it really spawns a lot of thought. And um, I think it really comes down to relationship strength and trust and respect and intimacy and ego strength and. Um, it's, it's, I really love the thought that it spawned for me about the people in the middle zone and do I want to hear what they have to say? Um, what, what, what does it mean that I might not want to hear what they have to say? Um, there are just a lot of variables in this question and it makes it really interesting. I, if I think of myself as like a whole bunch of Amazon.com reviews, like you're purchasing a mic, <laughs> right, you know, what kind right. of reviews did I get? Yes, <laughs> yes. I think I, I want all of those reviews, but I, I want all of them. But I know, as we talked about, you know, some I'm just going to count as more important to me than others. But I mm -hmm. think for me, a good place to start is to is to ask the people that are most important in my life, you know, or mm -hmm. to to request, you know, what do you, what do you think? I'm not going to necessarily use the words, what do you think about me to my wife every day? She'll drive her nuts and that's it. But to be open to what she has to say and then maybe broaden out from there, you know, my, my closest family and friends and, and, you know, as it gets sort of broader, you know, try to be open to what they, to what they're saying and, and see what it's all about. I mean, maybe there's got to be something in there that maybe I can use or tells me a little bit about the product that I'm selling. You know, mm -hmm. I, I really would like five star reviews from everyone. <laughs>
right. That's a great example, Mike. I love it. <laughs> Good question. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah, great question. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Thanks to all of you as well. And uh, speaking of reviews, we're hoping uh, we get a couple of five-star reviews as well. Uh, we'll probably get a few ones too. Not surprisingly, but we'll throw those away. But we think, you know, those are the days. No, we don't know. You guys right. So, as always, uh, we appreciate you listening, and uh, hopefully, you'll stay tuned and uh, catch us in future episodes. Thank you.